All right, all right. What's up? What's up, Hattiesburg? This your girl, DJ Miss High Sauce, and y'all, y'all know your girl had to um go to work today, so uh, I'm a little late getting on here today. So the topic today, we're gonna talk about LeBron James, cause Skip and Shannon right here letting us know what's really going on, and it's very much interesting. Like they say, okay, LeBron James doesn't get any votes for the best player in the new legend poll. Not really. Like, not LeBron. Like, really? Come on. Now, I can't believe this now. So, I'm just going to let y'all hear it from the two best. What? Undisputed. What? As in, hostess, Skip, and Shannon. But what I saw was he could pass the basketball like few. To uh, score two. Stop saying he can't score. Well, I didn't know when I watched him in high school, he couldn't shoot free throws or threes. I didn't know that was. This is what we know. You know what, Skip? I know you don't know this. Mm -hmm. He has 2,000 more points than Michael Jordan on 45 less shots. Mm -hmm. How'd that happen? I want to know how that happened. Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up. Even with the games that he played more than Michael Jordan, he's still taking 45 fewer shots. Mm. How'd that happen? Mm. That man played man play 19 years. Michael Jordan played how many? And he's still taking 45 fewer shots? Because Michael Jordan was simply the greatest scorer of the basketball ever, including Kevin Durant. Even you would agree with that. Only, only ever. Skip. Only Wilt Chamberlain took more, had more shot attempts mm. for a game than who? One Michael Jeffrey Jordan, right? In scoring titles for Michael, one for LeBron. Skip, you just said that the man went out there and scored with all those shot attempts. Huh. He really he did say that. I six heard. Finals, six and oh, six MVPs, case closed. So I, why don't you just give it up? And, and go ahead and post on IG, you know, post on Twitter. <laughs> go, go ahead and fire your that warning. That about to be five and five. The five dollar foot low. Yeah. We got five championship rings, five MVPs. Yeah. I remember that first year in LA, late in the season, he had his pulled. What was you bring it up? You bring it up old stuff. No, that was ancient history. history. You told me this, so that's ancient history. <laughs> ancient history. He says, "I got to activate playoff mode." Posted on Twitter. Like, uh oh. And I told you the next day, I'm scared. Oh, when it did they when, make the playoffs? When, they didn't even make the playoffs. When it was in the bubble and he activated you, like, oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, he's the most mentally weak. And now everybody didn't want to be there. Mm. Okay, well, how are you so weak? Everybody mm. else tapped out. Yep. Everybody else was tapping out. Let's we not, tapped in. That's not about making late game clutch shots. That's Maybe. about just keeping your team together in the bubble. You saw what he did against the Nuggets mm. when he told Chris Haynes, I'm going to end this bleep tonight. Alright, alright, child. We finna go to quick. Okay, y'all. So, um, like I was saying, that was my homeboy, Skip and Shannon. And the subject was about LeBron James at the time. Now, I cannot believe it's about LeBron. But you know what? I really don't have much to say about that there. Because, period, I'm going to leave that up to Skip and Shannon to tell y'all about that. So, on the next topic, we finna talk about is about these Patriots. You heard me. So, um, period. Let's hear what's going on with these Patriots, you guys. Like I said, this your girl, Miss High Sauce, coming live from Hattiesburg and letting y'all hear the topic of what the Patriots right now. Okay.
we can. Um, I'm sure Coach Belichick wished the Eagles had started their starting defense, but it looked like everybody that was going to be that's going to be a starter uh, uh, from Brandon Graham, uh, uh, Fletcher Cox, all those guys. None of those guys started. I'm sure Coach Belichick wished they would have started so he could have got a better gauge. But at least everybody went against the same level of competition. So I don't think anybody gained an advantage. But Skip, Matt Jones. If you watch the way he can climb the pocket and still have ball security and make the throws, his decision making, the pinpoint accuracy in which he throws the football, he, he's very impressive. That's why I always thought he was the most equipped. I'm not saying over the test of time that he's going to be the best, but I thought he was the most ready to start now. Now, I believe that Cam is going to start. For the simple fact, Coach Belichick believes he has a playoff contending team. And I believe Cam is going to start for that very reason. But Matt Jones is not making it easy on Cam. Mm -mm. Cam, Skip, this is good. Look, I understand it's preseason. And I don't know, did they did they, did they they game plan this game or are they going to do a game? Three? I know y'all heard that. Like they said, we got to see what's going to go on between Cam Newton and Matt Jones. So let me let y'all get finished in this. I mean, the third game. So all bets are off. But Cam looked sharp last night. This is one of the best, one of the best games I've seen Cam play. He was very decisive. Ball security, threw the ball with conviction. Uh, but Mac Jones was impressive. I, I, and I'm not talking about the incompletion. But if you watch the way he climbed the pocket, the way he slides and shuffles while still protecting the football, that's a thing of beauty. He's not making it easy on Cam. Mm. Coach Belichick has a very tough decision to make. Yeah. But I believe in the end, it'll be Cam Newton that starts week. Okay. And I told you yesterday. Mm-hmm. Gut feeling. Just going on my instincts. Mm-hmm. Listening to that little voice in the back of my head. <laughs> Your man, Mac Jones, will be the opening day starter for the New England Patriots. I don't want to bet on it because it's I'm going on the deepest gut feeling and it's against all odds right now because Cam played very well. He did look look good, Skip. He threw it well. He threw it with velocity Mm -hmm. and he threw it with accuracy. It's never like the prettiest throw to watch, but it was right on the money all night long. He was eight of nine with a drop. Mm -hmm. And that kid... The safety, second-year safety who plays for Philadelphia, that Kevon Wallace, yeah. in their joint practices last week, started calling him Checkdown King, oh, yeah. trash-talking him, yeah. Checkdown King. In 2015, would anybody have called Cam <laughs> Newton the Checkdown King? Right. Would any second-year player have dared to trash-talk Cam no. Newton in 2015 when he was running away with MVP <laughs> and leading that team in, in Carolina to the right. Super Bowl? Correct. No, but it has come to this for Cam because he struggled last year, and there was a lot of Checkdown Charlie in his game. But Skip, that's the best thing because what Cam was starting to do was starting to force it and turn the ball over. And the one thing you know you can't do if you're the quarterback for Coach Belichick is turn it over. He'll snatch your you-know-what up out of there. Totally agree. (laughs) So Cam was impressive, which put even more heat on the kid to come in, albeit against backups. I give you that. And why Nick Sirianni, the first year young coach of the Eagles, decided to go all back, I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the third game because they do have an extra week in between. Maybe he's going to do it like that. Maybe the third game is now... I don't know, but that's that was the deal. Yes. So those are the cards got played. Matt Jones had the deal. Had to so play with. Cam is very good. I'm not All right, y'all. I know y'all hear that. So we're going to have to see um, who going to outshine who. Cam Newton or Matt Jones. You heard me? Because like they said, both of them is shining in the preseason. Already. So we going to have to see who going to outshine who. You heard me? Read, read, read and find somebody.
All right, you guys. So the next topic is about your boy, Dick Prescott. Yes, yes, y'all. Okay, he expects to be out. What? There when the Cowboys open up for the season. You heard me. Yes, y'all. And you know what? I think it will what take a whole lot to keep him for playing. You heard me? Because um, your boy just not sure he what he'll be a hundred. So we don't have to see what your boy gonna do. But they say, you know, we expect him to pay. This week, you heard me. So we gonna see how your boy Dak Prescott's gonna do, and let's hear a little news up on him right now. I'm Prisco. He expects to be out there when the Cowboys open the season. I think it would take a lot to keep him from playing. Just not sure he'll be at 100%. Season tilts on his health. Agree with that, Shannon. What does this tell you? If it tells me what I knew. I mean, you don't normally have an injury that says, okay, two or three days, we're going to shut Dak down and he'll be back throwing. Skip, we're almost a month in. And now it's going to go from two or three days that tell me he, he expects to play September 9th? Or it's nothing to be alarmed about. It was that when they told me that there's nothing to be alarmed about, I should be alarmed. Troy Aikman said at the Hall of Fame, he said, you know what? This injury is more serious. I believe this injury is more serious than they're letting on. Skip, you don't normally consult outside a baseball of uh, the Texas Rangers and the Yankees and the Yankees. Hold on. Really? I mean, you, you've seen some pretty graphic injuries. Football is a, as a collision sport. It's not a contact sport. Mm-hmm. So you've seen some pretty gruesome injuries. So that should, that kind of gave me a little red light. Hold on. He got an injury that's a baseball player. This is not something that, so we should be keep, this should uh, keep your antenna up. So I'm going to pay attention to this. Oh yeah. He'll be back in a couple of days. Oh yeah. He'll be back in a couple of days. Skip. It's been three weeks and he ain't back. Mm. And now he he expects to play, but possibly won't be 100%. How we go from missing two to three days to now we are are on September 9th and he might not even be 100%. With what kind of injury? Help me out. What is this? (laughs) This Look, they should have just been forthcoming like, look, Dak has an injury. We're going to shut him down. We're going to see when, when, you know, we're going to shut him down. This thing is day to day. Don't you think people are going to get concerned? Like, hold on, you said it was two to three days. We two to three weeks in, and he ain't, he ain't out there throwing. And he can't throw with any velocity. Mm. So, yeah, I think they should be concerned. Um, I think Dak is concerned because there's a reason why you got a second MRI. Because Dak said this thing is not progressing like you told me that it was. You said two to three days. Mm. You get an injury skip, they give you a, a, a timeline. Okay, I'm at that timeline, and something's not going right. Well, what's, what's going on? You told me two to three days. Why am I still not being able to throw the football two weeks later? You are concerned. I can see it on your face. I I got a vouch for your boy Shannon on that one. You heard me. You sure do. The Cowboys just winning the least. Yes. And I believe with all my heart and soul, the Cowboys are better than Washington and the Giants and especially the Cry Eagle Cry. Not without that, y'all not. Not without that. (laughs) I have no idea what's going on, but I don't like it because it has come to this. It has come to a report, albeit from Gil Brandt, yeah. that he says not sure he'll be 100% on September the 9th, a Thursday night at Tampa or Tampa Bay right. against the defending champs, Tom Brady and that 
offense that I think will be the best in the league and against a defense that at the end of the year last year was the hottest defense in the National Football League. Skip, but didn't they play didn't they play that preseason game August 5th? The, the preseason game. The like, whole thing? Yeah. Yep. And so you talk about September 9th, Skip, that's one, two, three. Skip, that's almost five weeks. Mm. Okay, now for the second irony here. For our viewers who don't know this, Gil Brandt once upon a time was considered the draft master of the yeah. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and through the 1960s and 70s, he made Tom Land. I'm telling you, he made him because he was the only one in the league focused upon drafting by actually going out and doing the legwork required to finding the, in, in the weeds the Thomas Hollywood Henderson yep. at Langston College. Rayfield right out of Fort yeah, Valley State. There you go. And, and he, he just ran rings around the NFL, most of which at that point would draft players out of the Street and Smith College magazine. Yep. Oh, he sounds pretty yep. good. We should take him right. in the first round, right? He the one that put together all the the he, skip he the forties and the shuttles and the, the one that he did all that. He forced the hand of every other team to actually start spending money on a scouting Scouting department. department. You absolutely thank correct. you. Yep. But as he got to the nineteen eighties, Gil had to try to uphold his genius label by reaching farther and farther for the next. Hollywood Henderson, or Rayfield Wright, and he started to swing and miss. Too Tall's another great one. Swing and miss, yep. swing and miss, yep. swing and miss. So the same draft master who made Tom Landry flat out broke Tom Landry. Mm -hmm. Through the 1980s, it got worse and worse. And if you go look at their drafts, it's just like bust, bust, yeah. bust. I heard that now, y'all. So we're going to have to see. Um, was what your boy that Prescott gonna do? You heard me. You heard me in the first week they play. Cause you know, like they say, if he ain't a hundred percent, what in the fuck he supposed to go out there and do? Man, we'll see. But um, like I was saying, y'all, this your girl Miss Hot Sauce, and we on the topics of what the football tonight. You know, we letting Skip and Shannon catch us up. You heard me. Let us know what's going down. Y'all heard me. So don't go nowhere. Your girl be right back. All right, all right, y'all. Like I was saying, your girl had came in tonight to catch y'all up on everything that's going on in the football world. And don't forget, your girl be back tomorrow to do my DJ thing. You heard me. And I'm out. <laughs>